Hey everybody, I'm Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And I'm Paige Wesley. And with us we have... Parkour! <clears throat> That's Parkour. right, everybody. Parkour! <laughs> In this Parkour. episode, we're jumping off everything we can get our grubby little feetsies on. And it's gonna be rad as hell. Um, look... This is a fun episode. I had a good time. Uh, we talk about Kanye West and his religious beliefs. And also, at some point in the episode, I took an edible. And now it's up to you to figure out when it happened. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. And I definitely don't tell you when it kicks in. Uh, but this was a lot of fun. And uh, I cannot wait for uh, you to listen to it. But before we get into that, we have some news and uh, news. First of all, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com uh, slash cult podcast and uh, support us there. It's a great place to uh, help us make the show. Secondly, we will be taking a holiday siesta is what I'm going to call it. Uh, we're going to take a vacation, a break, while Paige is traveling Europe. That's right. Uh, we are sending Paige to Europe so that she can research... What was it again, Paige? Uh, pretzels. Pretzels, that's right, for the Colt Podcast pretzel pop-up truck that <laughs> is opening early next year. Yeah, 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 so that you can astral project to the Christmas markets with me and eat pretzels. <laughs> God damn, I would kill. I would kill somebody for a soft pretzel right now. Um, I have been told, so I, I have a friend who grew up in Germany for some of his life, and he was like, you have never had a pretzel until you had these pretzels. I was like, damn. And he was like, I need you to eat as many pretzels as you can physically eat. And I was like, okay, shit. So, Fuck. yeah, pretzels. Oh, that does sound pretty great. So, uh, yeah, while Paige is <laughs> studying the art of the pretzel, uh, we will be taking a break. But if you want to hear more of page i guess uh listen to the, listen to horror version and romancing the pod and then just here's what you do when you listen to that take a little cut out picture of me and put it on your phone and it's like i'm part of the podcast i'm just not saying anything or you could also watch trucked up that you're or you, in. yeah or, or you can watch trucked up like yeah you know. yeah, yeah but i want to hang out with you and todd and mikey so do oh, the God. first plan where i'm okay. there in spirit or, yeah, watch Truck That Must Be Dice, any fun house shit, whatever, you nerds. The point is, enjoy your holiday break and try not to think about Kanye. That'll actually be the best thing for all of us. Yeah, and Naruto run wherever your likes will take you. Absolutely. Without further ado, let's hop into the show. Hello. 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 But can you, like, auto-tune that last one? Hello. I'm not Helen low the way I say hello. Okay, start the episode. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these, these are, are our opinions. opinions. 
Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us, we have charcuterie trees. <laughs> yeah, you've been, <laughs> you've been getting a lot of these uh, sent to you. At, w- yes. at which I, at first I thought you meant that people were sending you meat and cheese. God, I, mean, I pictures. wish. Yeah. I mean pictures. I mean pictures of charcuterie sculptures. And I... And, and I'm sure we'll bring this up later in the episode when we were going to like announce it. I'm going out of the country for a bit, so mm-hmm. I don't have time for my normal Christmas food shenanigans. So I'm just looking at all of these charcuterie trees like, oh, what could have been and what will need to be next year, maybe. I, <laughs> I love the term meat sculptures. Yes, meat sculptures. Spatues, if you will, Spatues. like statues made of spam. Ah, that's pretty good. Yeah. When you said meat sculptures, the first thing I thought of was like, you ever see people make shit out of meatloaf and it's never like good looking shit? It's always like a rotting foot or a hand. Yes. And well, also for a (laughs) for a project when I was in elementary school, I had read a book called The Stinky Cheese Man, which is essentially the story like the gingerbread man. Like, you can't catch me on the stinky cheese man. And then we made a man out of cheese as like a project to bring into school and i don't know if you've ever like sat in a classroom while cheese sweated (laughs) on a tray in front of you but i have and uh pro tip don't make things out of cheese (laughs) for, for school projects it sounds like you could take this one of two ways. Is one, don't make stuff out of cheese for school projects. Or two, never leave the house. Right. Home is where the cheese doesn't sweat. Ugh, what a disgusting visual idea. And uh, speaking of confusing and awful ideas, uh, we have part three of our series on Kanye West today. Confusing and awful. <laughs> Isn't it always? Um, so we have, uh, the same sources we've normally had. Uh, we have Raising Kanye by Dr. Donda West. We have the Netflix documentary Gene. Yes. We have multiple tweets and interviews, uh, from Kanye himself. We also have a biography on Kanye West written by Audrey Boris and Douglas Lynn. Uh, and then here's an, a new one for you. And there's, it's very limited, but it will become a lot more next week. But we have several uh, posts and interviews made available on Alex Jones's website, <laughs> InfoWars. Oh, man. Can I just tell the story of that day in our lives? Because, like, <laughs> for, okay, you had been sick. And you thought you were going to get better, but then you got sicker. And so you slept that whole day and had no idea what had happened. And I was getting messages all day from people being like, are you seeing what is happening on Alex Jones right now? And I was texting things to you and I was like, Armando hasn't responded. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then you woke up hours after everyone else had had like reacted (laughs) and you were just like i have like 102 fever and all of a sudden i'm waking up to all of this how does this keep happening to us this is like january 6th all over again (laughs) (laughs) yeah and to be clear what i mean about january 6th is like we were covering uh trump and we were about to do our final episode and we went well, surely this is like a good way to end it because, like, what else crazy could possibly happen? <laughs> we said on January 5th, the day before recording. 
And then the day I just remember on January 6th, sitting in my bathroom, watching it on like <laughs> like live on my phone, like not even going to the bathroom, just like I felt like I like couldn't move. And, and then texting you guys like, so are we still going to record today? And we were like, I don't think we can. Like, what are yeah. we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I got sick. I had the flu, uh, which, by the way, let me tell you. Getting big sick and having it not be COVID is the most confusing thing in the world. That happened to Todd, too. Todd was super fucking sick for week, like a week and a half, and it wasn't yeah. COVID, and we were just all confused. Well, yeah, fucking apparently wearing a mask and seeing no one for a year will actually, uh, you know, not get you very sick. So I haven't been sick sick in a long time uh, other than having COVID. Right, and right, right. Uh, so, so getting big sick, getting the flu and then finding out like you don't have COVID, you're like, oh, well it's not COVID. So it should just be nothing. Right. right. I should be good to go in two days. And then you're yeah. sick for a week and a half and you, you're, yeah, it doesn't feel good. And on the day that all that Alex Jones shit happened, I would do the thing where like you sort of wake up and look at your phone, but you're not fully awake. And so in my mind, by the end of the day, I was like, dude, I had the wildest dream that Kanye <laughs> went on Alex on Jones on Alex ski mask and with clearly, a tiny yeah. net and a yoo-hoo. Dude, fucking try to explain any part of that and have it not sound like a fever dream. Like, yeah, dude, he was wearing like a fucking blacked out mask covering his face and like a bedazzled jacket. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You said all this stuff about how much he loves Hitler and hates the oh. Jews. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. It was a video where Alex Jones was the voice of reason. Like every part of that sounds made up, dude. I so here's what's crazy. I at the time was up at my parents' house mm -hmm. while this is all happening and then had to explain to my father who Alex Jones is. Oh. What a what a life what a life to not know. <laughs> to not understand. And my mom I think kind of knew just like in passing because she's like he's the guy who's getting sued for sandy hook and whatever yeah but like they didn't really have a concept of like who exactly he was and of course i didn't help them by being like well he might be bill hicks who failed like who faked his death <laughs> uh, that sure certainly didn't help but it did make my my brother-in-law give me like an air high five um so i had to explain first who Alex Jones was. And then secondly, give them like a high level <laughs> overview of Kanye's path to madness. And it was a lot. It was a lot for them to take in. I don't know if they still fully get it. Yeah. It's look, having this knowledge, this, this happened with Trump too, but having this knowledge when it is so culturally relevant is a curse because <laughs> somebody will say something offhand. Like they'll, the people will bring it up. I'm not bringing up Kanye anymore. I've learned no, my lesson. Of course. Uh, but yeah, somebody will bring something up and they'll be like, I wonder how we got here. And you're like, mm, actually, <gasps> boy, do I have books for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. And I don't want it. So I just like shut it out now. You think um, that's bad. I uh, I have been we're we're trying to work ahead for Ship Hits the Fan. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of real weird <laughs> boat disasters just yeah. in my brain right now. And whenever people are like, I mean, you're going on a cruise in Europe, it'll be great. I'm like, oh, will it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, this is the this is the downside of podcasting no one talks about. Is that you <laughs> yeah. know you know too much. Too much. Oh my god. All right. So last week we talked about how reactionary all of Kanye's music is. Uh and while it's true that most artists create art as a reaction to either their own struggles or those presented by society, uh few can do it in the way that Ye can. Because this motherfucker uses albums like vision boards that help him manifest himself a new destiny it's fucking wild how he does that every single time uh i want to be fully transparent here i planned on doing a whole episode about kanye's other masterpiece albums uh and the intentions that he had behind him because i really like talking about hip-hop and i really like focusing on the history and background of famous moments in pop culture I think you should still do that as a speculation zone. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm probably still going to do that because they're really interesting. Um, but after, Out of curiosity, which albums? Well, so mostly I was going to go with like 808s and Heartbreak, My right. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Love and then, one. of course, uh, not necessarily a masterpiece, but Yay, which we will get into a little bit today. Just okay. because of its relevance in... Uh, Kanye becoming the version of Kanye that we are now seeing. <laughs> Correct. Okay, great. I'm excited about that for a speculation zone. I think that'll be great. Yeah. They're just, they're, it's crazy stories. It's really wild how, like, he, he sets out to do something, like, for example, and we'll get into it a little bit this week, but, like, after the whole, you know, Taylor Swift debacle, uh, Kanye was not necessarily in the good graces. And so the entire reason that he made my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was, and this is not a bit, he went, I have to make an album so good that everyone will forgive me. And it doesn't matter how much you hate me. I'm just that talented. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> No one is too talented to be hated. In fact, at a certain point, you become so talented that people hate you for it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's a weird bell curve, my dude. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> today, let's talk about the religious beliefs of Kanye Omari West. Because, like his music, uh, it's not as straightforward as you would think it would be. Right. When we left off, Kanye had just dropped his debut album, uh, 2004's The College Dropout, and suddenly Kanye went from just a producer to a refreshingly original rapper unlike anything that hip-hop fans were used to. Uh, but now, we're going to skip forward in time to 2019. Because, that's a pretty big jump, my dude. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like we're gonna skip past some of the music, but uh, bear with me because by now in 2019, you know, a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy to be like Trump was still president, but boy, were things easier. <laughs> yeah, God. Now I understand oh, everyone's. Terrible. Now I understand everyone's racist uncle at Thanksgiving, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Trump was no. president and it was better. Now those now they're not necessarily linked together. Oh god. It's... In fact, things were better in spite of Trump yeah, being president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but and even then like if you went to 2019 me and were like things are going to get so much worse, she'd be like, "How? What are you even talking about? How could that be?" 
Well, first of all, and I know this isn't big on the list, but you will not be able to enjoy Kanye anymore. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to enjoy Kanye. Your wedding's going to go great. But yeah. then a few months after that, you and Jake are going to be trapped in a one-bedroom apartment that you cannot leave, and both of you have to be there all the time for like two years. And you'd think that'd be cool, but after a while, you run out of things to watch on Netflix. <laughs> I just love 2020 or 2019 you being like, whoa, 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 hold on. Not even college dropout. <laughs> what about the video of Bound <laughs> with Seth Rogen? Like, what, what about that? Can I enjoy uh, that still? Clearly that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> with James Franco as Kanye and Seth Rogen as Kim Kardashian. Like, is that still okay? Is that in play? What do you mean Seth Rogen's going to primarily shift to being a ceramics artist? <laughs> the pandemic killed us all. Dude, I love his pottery. It's cool as shit. Yeah, I forgot that that happened. Though. It's still happening. He did. Okay, this is peek behind the curtain. At some point, every creative person decides to take a pottery class. And mm -hmm. I have been looking into pottery classes, even though I have no time. Uh, and he locally was like giving a talk at a pottery class. And I was like, oh, I'm missing it. <laughs> it was madness. Look, I don't, I'm not proud of this. I don't want to admit it. March 2021 pottery class, Joshua Tree, California. Oh, that's right. I remember you did take one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Look. And then you called me and I was like, I've been thinking about taking a pottery class. I highly recommend it. It's very fun. I know. I feel like it'd be so soothing. Oh, God. Well, I wish I could tell you that Kanye gets into pottery and then everything chills out. That's what should have happened. But instead, well, something else. Uh, Wait, did you ever get that pottery piece back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, I'll show you pictures of it. I'll post it on the Cole podcast. Yeah, yeah stuff do where it uh yeah they they fired it uh i got it i like glaze it and everything and then uh i now now i use it to hold my uh sponge uh for <laughs> when i wash this utilitarian yeah. yeah yeah it's got a little mushroom on it boy how you grow up huh <laughs> hey i mean i'm over here just like if i could make serving platters <laughs> like oh. it's ridiculous crazy yeah that's i that's making i don't know it's fine i love i can talk about we're starting a new podcast where we talk about pottery. do we want to get into like wheel throwing or slip casting there's so many questions there's so much on all. tiktok what are we gonna do yeah tune into our new podcast and the name of the podcast is quote that one scene from the movie ghost but like in a platonic way and oh i'm sorry you don't want to call it podcast do you think people <laughs> Do you think people will get confused where they're like, is this about weed? And we're like, no, pottery, join us, friends. And then I'm like, well, hold on, but a little, actually. A little bit also about weed. Did you know that you could make ceramic pipes? Join us, friends. <laughs> anyway, we're going to split the difference. Tune into the that one scene from the movie Ghost, but in a platonic way, the podcast. Every, <laughs> the, the podcast. Every February 29th. Uh... <laughs> It's and happening. the theme song is just that Righteous Brothers song. They're like, oh, my love, my podcast, a hunger for your pots. Yeah. 
We are 16 minutes in, and I've gotten like one sentence done. Into see, the see, this is what'll happen. Like, oh, I someday love we'll get rich enough to quit our day jobs, and then we're just gonna go full pottery, and everyone's just gonna have to deal with us and listen to it, just like Seth Rogen did. 100. percent Yeah, the moment that I can afford a kiln, it's over for everyone. I no longer need Dude, anything. Kilns are only like 1,500 bucks. Oh, that's not that wild. I know. That's and how not- sad is it that I already have been like. So how much would like a reasonable sized kiln be? But neither of us have a garage. We can't think about this right we now. We can't. No, dude. But we could definitely split a kiln someday if one of us gets a garage. We are right now for work. We're working on. I, I won't. I'm not going to say it on the air what it is, but we wanted to get <laughs> a used car uh, that right? we could that we could absolutely just fuck to shit in various different ways. Oh, they're expensive as hell now. Well, so that's the thing. We went on Craigslist to find barely usable working uh, used cars. Right. uh, And I found a bunch of them that run and are technically usable that you can buy for $1,200. Oh, yeah. And knowing that I could, if I like, if I, if I like had a good stand up month, (laughs) and like twitch streamed and like really went at it i could buy a used honda civic and just blow it up well here okay is it illegal to blow up a car yes i've done the same though where i'm just like what if we got a cargo van and made it it like put a bed in it and stuff and like that's like our travel van and it's like how much is a cheap ass van four thousand dollars and i'm like that's not too bad that's not too bad to have like the hipster version of a Winnebago. <laughs> I I like the difference between the two of us where you went, we could we could live life on the road and and like live off the land and Oh, be not live in it permanently. Just like instead of having an RV for traveling, like mm-hmm. we keep our apartment, but then we also have this weird thing that like, hey, we could just drive to Texas. <laughs> yeah. And just go out there and then my brain was like, I wanna fucking blow it up. I wanna <laughs> just I would also watch a car get blown up. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm here for both. Apparently, you will be prosecuted for damaging any public property and or causing public nuisance or danger. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Mythbusters always goes out to that airfield. (sighs) Fucking Mythbusters. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it in Palm Springs, motherfucker. I'll do it. Just in the middle of Joshua Tree? Yeah. Yeah, this isn't a fire hazard at all. There's tons of dry stuff. It'll be fine. Yeah, I realize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, it fits in. I've seen cars burning in Joshua Tree, and I've seen a meth lab get busted. So it's either like people who, it's either people who take mushrooms and make pottery, or people who make meth and get their cars blowed up. We have to take a. We have not had photos taken for the show for a long time Mm -hmm. (laughs) of just us together. what if we got a burning car in the background and it's just like <laughs> us in the desert all beat up like what? Like we this is what this. five years on a podcast looks like. We yeah. burned a car. All right. We need $1,200 stat. <laughs> we need $1,200. Okay. By 2019. <laughs> okay. Great, 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 great. By, t- by 2019, which by the way, you can afford a used car from this time for about $1,600. Mm-hmm. Uh, by 2019, underdog Kanye was dead and gone. What we had left at that time was Yeezy. 
uh, one of the most infamous and most successful superstars of his generation. Um, Kanye in 2019 is essentially unstoppable and he has accomplished pretty much everything that he set out to. Uh, musically, he became one of the most praised and worshipped figures in all of hip-hop. For reference, every solo album Kanye has ever put out has been nominated for a Grammy in at least one category. And his first three projects all won Best Rap Album. Back to back to back. Uh, I mean, at that point, it's hard to be like, Hey, bro, have you considered changing your ways? No, people keep giving me awards. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, there's, we'll get into it in a bit, but there's a, he could have won five in a row, but there's, <laughs> there was just something with that fourth one that again, we will get into. But, uh, uh, in by 2019, Ye had been nominated 63 times and had a whopping 24 Grammys. <laughs> Jeez. And to be clear, the Grammys are not an indication of good music, especially when it comes to hip hop. Looking True. at you, Macklemore. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. But this does show that Kanye is one of the most critically acclaimed musicians of our time. And you can also see his influence in everyone from fucking Drake to Donald Glover. Pretty much every rapper in a post Kanye era praises him as a genius and a musical influence every single one everyone is like yeah he's clearly like the greatest of all time in fashion kanye had gone from the weird kid rocking polos and backpacks to being recognized as a pioneer in merging streetwear with high fashion in 2009 he became the first non-athlete to be given a shoe deal with nike also in 2009, he debuted a line with Louis Vuitton at uh, Paris Fashion Week that was not super loved, but... I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> on his second one, he did he did do better. Uh, I remember the first one, people being like, what the fuck? Yeah, he... <laughs> it's it's really great that he went from like designing a full line with louis vuitton to uh the next thing he did was like he had to become an intern at like gucci or something <laughs> it's just very crazy from like that one thing was like no 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 actually you got you have to start over uh and then in 2013 kanye signed with adidas to create his now iconic yeezys um and yeah a lot of Kanye's shoes are big, clunky, and disgusting to look at, and his clothes are baggy, tattered, and make you look like a homeless person who just wrapped a season of The Biggest Loser. But trend after trend, Kanye is one of the influencers that pushes fashion forward. His obsession with workwear is why everyone I know, and myself included, uh, dress like we dress like uh people who run a blog that have to work blue collar jobs for one day that's what everyone looks like now that's what everyone in my neighborhood looks like a hundred percent uh do you i guess this was this year not 2019 uh but before kanye was very vocal about his really horrifying opinions uh he had a deal with the gap Oh, and yeah. it was just a giant black trash bag in the middle of the gap with the clothes just <laughs> thrown in it. You just had to dig through the trash bag for the clothes. And I remember walking past it and being like, what do, what? do people wait? You know, you could have done this at Goodwill for years, right? Like, what are we doing? 
Yeah, I can't ever tell if Kanye is doing things ironically or not. Like, you know yeah. how you know how every Donald Trump follower is like, he's playing 4D chess. And you're like, <laughs> no, he's stupid and lucky. And that's it. That's the only thing The D he's got. is for dumbass. He's yeah. playing four dumbass chess. <laughs> he's playing four dumbass games of chess and he's losing all of them. All four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what Kanye does. Where like sometimes he'll do things, and I'm like, "Damn, that's like a really good like idea of like, yeah, force him to go through the trash bags because then it's like it doesn't matter how like mainstream or consumerist your your company is. Like we're all just digging for what was that? Oh, he just didn't get the the setups that he wanted, and he got really. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, that's cool. So that's he cool, made that's it cool, a trash cool. bang. That's cool. That's tight, 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 tight. Awesome. <laughs> Right, right, right. So yeah. you paid $70 for a shirt from a trash bag? Cool. Oh, it could be worse, and I just want hey, you to keep that in mind for later. <laughs> it's one of those times that I side with Macklemore, where I'm like, this is stupid. Go to the thrift store. Oh, Macklemore has his own clothing line now, and it's all about people who play golf. It's uh, oh, that that's terrible. Yeah, it's 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 not like, on board. It's you like Macklemore was like, I'm tired of being looked at as just like a white rapper, and then was like, I'm gonna make a clothing line for everyone. For golf golfers. <laughs> Amazing. He does have one song about he's like diet starts Monday, so here's what I'm gonna eat today, and it does kind of <laughs> slap. And I'm just like, man, all right, all right. <laughs> And Kanye was even killing it in his non-creative pursuits, too. Uh, Ye is known for his troubling relationships and his, um, let's say, over-the-top reactions to bad breakups. Uh, <laughs> and He's, for as much as he interrupted Taylor Swift, they are very similar in this regard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that, I think Taylor Swift, white Kanye really truly Ooh, controversial statements yeah um, for I, a lot I of reasons <laughs> i mean i think for me personally it's the i broke up with somebody so i'm gonna do a whole album about it and you know what some of them are better than others mm -hmm. some of them really fucking slap and you're just like man i wish he would break up with her more often but like <laughs> you know yeah same I, thing with adele too <laughs> I guess harsh the way that you said that I he should break up with her more often in my mind makes it seem like it's the same guy and he keeps doing it <laughs> well here's the thing I am not a Taylor Swift person uh -huh. in general but I will admit that there are certain songs and certain air quotes eras of Taylor Swift that I'm like okay I kind of vibe with this and because she does a lot of her albums around specific breakups, every once in a while you're just like the John Mayer era slapped. That's <laughs> like, great. Oh uh. man! Well, Kanye has had a lot of terrible relationships and eras of relationships. Uh, from his six-year on-again, off-again relationship with fashion designer Alexis Pfeiffer, uh, to his very publicized stint with model Amber Rose. To say he was having girl problems is a bit of an understatement. Uh, but in 2019, Kanye was in a seemingly, and I want to stress that, seemingly healthy relationship with the love of his life, uh, Kimberly Noel Kardashian, more commonly known as Courtney's sister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and OJ's illegitimate daughter's sister. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, for sure. Uh, Alexis is the one that 808s and Heartbreak is about. Uh, correct? Hold yes, on. Yes, I think so. The the fashion designer, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to like get, yeah, I was trying to get my errors right. Um, I just remember listening to it in college and my roommate at the time uh, in our in our off-campus apartment was just like, damn, she did him wrong <laughs> because of like <laughs> just listening to the album. We were like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, I've tried listening to like old Kanye. It's like, okay, how do I explain it? I hate art <laughs> because... <laughs> Every time I think I like something, I'll try to enjoy it in present day, and then I realize how bad it is. Like, mm-hmm. I watched, uh, uh, for example, like I watched A Christmas Story, which is a movie that I remember loving as a child. Every single, like, key moment from that movie, I'm like, yeah, that fucking rocks. And then I went back and watched it, and I'm like, this movie sucks. End. Yeah. <laughs> this like, movie's hella racist. Yeah, it's racist, it's awful, and then, like, it's not even a good movie. Like, it's just a bunch of weird sketches put together that don't really make any kind of cohesive thing. That's what it's like with Kanye, where it's like, dude, I love 808s and Heartbreak. That's one of, like, the best song, like, the best eras of Kanye. Like, I love that era of Kanye. And then you turn on uh, Put On featuring Kanye West, and he's like, I feel like there's still bitches that owe me sex. And you're like, okay, actually. <laughs> actually, hmm, no. Ooh. Well, that's that's like in, I mean, later in the Kim K era, where if you listen to Bound, which is yeah. the, the one with Seth Rogen and yeah. James Franco, there's... Uh, there are crazy verses in that song where, first of all, there's the whole fiasco of, like, did they get the permission to sample whatever? But then on top of that, there's that <laughs> that verse that's like, have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? <laughs> and you're just like, whoa. <laughs> like, th- you could have a conversation about having an open relationship, but I think you probably shouldn't open with, hey, bitch, can I have other bitches? Other bitches. But and before you say anything, it's for Christmas, or as I like to call it, bitchmas. Yes. Bitchmas. <laughs> That's when Santa brings bitches to all the good little boys across the in world. fishnet stockings. <laughs> Spo- uh, like side note, go see Violent Night if you haven't already. Oh, I am planning on getting absolutely toasted and then going to watch it <laughs> that's the perfect way yes. yeah i'm talking about ordering a coke drinking half of it and pouring a bunch of whiskey in it in the theater like i am getting i'm getting nice to go see that movie <laughs> um perfect. yeah so uh <laughs> kim he's dating or he's married to sorry in 2019 he's married to kim kardashian uh, uh they're happily married and at this point they have four children uh northwest southwest east west and of course extra west um no i'm kidding obviously west they're... west west square <laughs> west square yeah i'm kidding obviously their names are much more normal uh you have northwest saint west chicago west and psalm west um, oh my god i didn't realize the the baby was psalm but i guess it's because it's during his gospel era oh yeah okay all right yeah all right. yeah it uh look i 
I think North is a cool name. North is Come a cool name. I don't care. I don't look. A lot of baby names, I don't think, for celebrities, I don't think are actually that weird. Like Blue Ivy, uh, Carter. Oh, I love Blue Ivy as a name. Fucking I think it's dope really name. Pretty. Northwest, pretty cool. Chicago West, a little weird. And then I, for your own I'd pleasure. I'd go by Shy if I was Chicago. 100%. Or, and Northy goes by North goes by Northy, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I would also just go by North. That kind of fucking rocks. Yeah, North kind of rocks, actually. Uh, Saint, I think, came out the cleanest out of all of them. That name fucking, oh, that's yeah. dope as hell. Uh, I'm also, sure there's other kids named Saint as well. I'm sure he's not the only oh, one. Oh, 100%. Um, also, just in case you were wondering, I don't know why anyone would be, but I was like, wow, Kanye came up with a bunch of insane baby names. And then I remembered that uh, Donald Glover's kids, they have weird ass <laughs> names, too. Oh, really? I don't know what his kids names are, but celebrities in general name their kids. Yeah. Strangely. So Donald Glover has three sons. The oldest is named Legend. Uh, Legend oh, I like Glover. that. The second, <laughs> I like that. The middle child is named Drake Glover. <laughs> Uh, okay. And then the third son, the baby, uh, is named Donald Jr. <laughs> That's not that weird. It's not. I think it's funny to have three sons and name the youngest Donald Jr. The but last one, Donald Jr. <laughs> the reason he did it is because his his dad, who he's named after, uh, passed away around the time that his third yeah. son was born. So it makes sense. Okay, but still, that makes sense. motherfucker has a kid named Legend. All I'm saying is that celebrity weird baby names are common and these honestly aren't the worst of them that I've ever heard. No, my favorites are Robert Rodriguez's kids, uh, Rocket and Rebel. And there's like, a, they're all our names, but they're fucking fun. Like, yeah. Look, th that's cool as fuck. What I'm trying to say here without actually saying it is that it's not George Foreman. Okay. It could, yeah, be, it could you, be worse. You could be George Foreman. That's what I'm trying to say. You're not. What would have been super funny is if Kanye had named his kids George <laughs> Foreman. But all of them, all four all of them, four of them George, George Foreman, Kardashian West. Also, this has nothing to do with anything, but it's just an interesting fact that I didn't know. Uh, the the last two children that they had were born via surrogate. I did not. I knew that. I didn't. Actually. I didn't know. I, I I again makes no difference. It's all fine. They're definitely that's their kids. I just didn't know that they were born via surrogate. That's such a yeah i'm I'm not a hundred percent on on what the why i i mean mm -hmm. it, it's not really our business um i know that kim is older than than me and like i'm even at the age where i'm like having a baby takes a lot out of you yeah. just physically and who yeah, like i understand being like yeah no thanks <laughs> yeah like somebody else can do it uh so yeah i get it <laughs> that that's I understand making that choice. Yeah, I've sure. had pregnant friends, and uh, after listening to what they go through, I'm like, mm, maybe not ever, actually. Uh, and <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, it wouldn't happen no, to No, it wouldn't happen to me, and I'm fine, but I also, like... I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to put somebody through that so that what they can fucking shit out a two foot me that I now I'm just like <laughs> can't wait to ruin you, little guy. Your name. Your new name is George Foreman Torres. Because <laughs> I think it's if funny. you don't name a child George Foreman Torres, that's what I'm saying. Can't. I should. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to put anyone through that just to have me be the father. <laughs> just feel like George Foreman Torres and I are going to the Donda Academy, and we're living our own lives. I um, mean, that's as as logical as mine. Where like 
I if I ever have a girl, I want to name her Ripley that after rocks. after Alien. Yeah. And I I thought I was the only one that was gonna pull that kind of shit. And then I had a coworker who uh they they have a boy but they were like well if it was a girl we were gonna name it ripley and i was like boy am i glad you didn't have a girl because <laughs> like Dude, you stolen know what's, thunder what's crazy is that ripley technically could work for both i mean it it could it could i like it a little bit better for a girl yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. Just you're me. gonna you have to go ripley sigourney <laughs> wesley <laughs> yeah 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 uh so okay my point is in all of this by the way is that uh in just 15 years kanye had gone from being the weird loud kid who talked about becoming a star uh to the weird loud man who definitely was a star and there was just one big issue uh i've covered kanye's musical accomplishments i've covered his successful foray into fashion i've covered his famous family but the one thing that he is the most known for the one thing that even in that section we talked about more than all that other shit, is controversy uh yep. kanye's career has been filled with what should have been career ending moments almost from the very beginning uh you could fill an entire episode with the background and fallout from each individual controversy but i just wanted to run through them to get you up to speed so this is this is kanye controversies between 2005 to 2019 um so <laughs> we already covered Kanye's acceptance speech at the 2005 Grammys where he insisted that, quote, everyone wanted to know what would happen if Kanye didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> but shortly after that, he received some flack for his cover photo on Rolling Stone magazine where he dressed up as Jesus Christ and covered himself in fake wounds and a thorn crown. Oh, and we had no idea what was coming either. No. Like, like at the time, that seemed outrageous. And then if you were like, if you told me today, you're like, hey, Kanye dressed up as Jesus. And I was like, again? Yeah. Like, how has he not already done that? That's yeah. A, that sounds a little hack for Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's it? He yeah. didn't have like an Uzi or a swastika armband along with Jesus? Okay. I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's finally calming down. <laughs> Well, he dressed up as Jesus, and then he was all like, "I hate Jewish people," and you're like, "Oh, that see that makes yeah. sense." Ooh, nah, hate to now. tell you this, man, Jesus <laughs> was a Jew. I'm so sorry to bring it to you this way. No, you yes. don't say. I do say. Small world. In 2006, just a year after releasing the college dropout. Kanye was asked to be a part of a fundraiser aimed at helping the victims of Hurricane Katrina. Uh. <laughs> I remember this one. Standing next to a completely bewildered Mike Myers, Kanye ranted about how the government had been given permission to shoot survivors and, of course, that George Bush doesn't care about black people. Um, a moment, by the way, that George Bush called the low point in his presidency, which to me seems like a weird choice. <laughs> seems like a weird choice for the president who was president during 9 11. <laughs> But whatever, my guy. Sure. I I just laugh because, like, I, this sounds terrible. I forget Mike Myers is an actor. And so <laughs> <laughs> every time someone's like, yeah, when Kanye was standing next to Mike Myers, in my brain I picture Michael Myers from Halloween yeah. for just a second. And then I'm like, oh, right, Wayne's World. Um, but I, I really want to, like, do a bad Photoshop of Mike Myers, Michael Myers, <laughs> standing next to Kanye in that news report 
Anyway, yeah, or the fundraiser no, or whatever that, it was. It's fucking rocks. You're right. It was at uh, it was at Thirty Rock. So I mean, it it was run by like their news program shit right. and everything. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is one of the most insane videos, and I'm sure that we've all seen it. And if you haven't, go watch it because watching Mike Myers turn towards Kanye after he says it, just go. <laughs> betrayal and that's then immediately what he, the look on off. his yeah. face of just like what did you just do <laughs> also like yeah all anyone remembers is george bush doesn't care about black, about people. black people but go watch it because he rants for like two minutes and it yeah. doesn't make any sense no and he's clearly like it's clearly the same energy that a that an upset toddler has where he's so angry he cannot formulate words correctly and i don't mean that he's like fucking up i'm meaning that if you wrote a transcript of the words he says they don't make sense they're not sentences together and then he says that the government is giving them permission to shoot survivors and then just says george bush doesn't care about black people and it is the most insane shit i wonder what the script said Oh, super curious. But I also, the government's giving them permission to shoot survivors is very conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like that, to hear, to hear that now and remember that and think about the things that he's saying today, I'm like, Kanye has been on that conspiracy tip for a long time. Like what's his search history? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, In 2009, Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech at the MTV Music Awards to announce that Beyonce had one of the best music videos of all time, comma, of all time, uh, and then insinuated that she was more deserving of the award. Now, I'm going to have a controversial opinion here. Uh, It should have been Beyonce. However, award shows are bullshit, and just let her accept the award. Like, no shade on Taylor Swift. She had an album that people loved. Great. Good for her. Let it happen. Beyonce's album was so much better, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 100%. Beyonce is like, has she still never won a Grammy or did she finally win? Well, that was at the MTV Music Awards. Oh, so it's extra yeah. doesn't matter, but I'm pretty sure yeah. she has a Grammy. I'm pretty sure Lemonade won a Grammy. I think that, might, well, but I think that might be her first one, which when you think about Beyonce's career is yeah. fucking madness, but whatever. That's insane. That's a whole different, that's an argument for a different day. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> That event with Taylor Swift uh, led to a nosedive in radio play and is likely the reason that his album 808s and Heartbreak was overlooked at the Grammys that year. That is his fourth album. That's the one that I'm talking about. It could have been five in a row. Damn. Well, and and, that makes a lot of sense because like 808s and Heartbreak was a great album. And at the time, there was like nothing else like it. It was very new. Uh, And I know people were surprised when it didn't win. But I think you might be right. That might be why. Because, like, after he interrupted Taylor Swift, people were hardcore anti-Kanye, like, openly at the time because of that. And then that event, well, I'll let you talk about it because I'm sure you're going to talk about how that event keeps coming back. Oh, yeah. We're, well, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a few a little pieces of it. Uh, but... Continuing, in 2014, while performing in Sydney, Australia, um, Kanye demanded that everyone get on their feet, uh, including a fan that was sitting in a wheelchair. I forgot Uh, about this. Oh, my God. After insisting that it didn't matter and that he needed everyone (laughs) on their feet, Kanye was almost booed off the stage. I forgot. 
forgot about this, but I do remember. I do remember now. I, that's so crazy. And because, like, here's the thing: if I was a comedian in his shoes, and I was like, "Everyone on your feet," and then I saw someone not standing, and then realized they were in a wheelchair, I'd be like, "Except you, bro. You're cool." Yeah, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mortified. I'd feel bad. I'd be like, I shouldn't have said everybody. I should have said like people who want to be on their feet. Whatever. It's God. It it's watching it. Watching videos of it happen is so uncomfortable. As you real like, it's not even like he he was like, oh fuck this asshole, and then just like moved on. He realized what had happened, and then was still pissed off about it. Just such oh. a such a dumb move. In January of 2016, Kanye began harassing his ex-girlfriend Amber Rose and her baby daddy Wiz Khalifa. Uh, something that sounds very familiar to us right about now. Uh, it does. And this is also when he makes the comment that he felt like after he broke up with her, he had to take a shower. Yes, that's yeah. one of them. So... Oof. Kanye zoned in on one of Wiz Khalifa's tweets that mentioned KK, uh, which he assumed to mean Kim Kardashian. Uh, and then Kanye started a series of his own tweets where he basically stated because he hit it first, he owned Wiz Khalifa's child that he, he, and he used, he's like literally says like, I own your child. Uh, and then he says a bunch of gross things about Amber Rose and about how like she's only famous because uh, of Kanye West uh and also insinuates that Wiz Khalifa wouldn't know who she was if Kanye hadn't fucked her and that's why like he owns the Jeez. child that's Ugh. um yeah it's really gross and my favorite part about it is that the KK in question was actually Wiz Khalifa's marijuana brand Khalifa <laughs> Kush just oh man uh, not at all related oh god i i i uh... The idea that sleeping with someone grants you ownership of them is so gross. I don't even know how to put it into words. But also, does Kanye think that no one slept with Amber Rose before he did? Yeah, it's also a weird thing to be using the, like, I hit it first thing when you're literally screaming at Ray J because he made a song called I Hit It First. Like, it doesn't... <laughs> None of this makes any sense. None of it makes any sense at all. And my favorite thing about all of this is how every time I start a sentence, you go, oh my God, I forgot that he did that. <laughs> but uh, there's so many things. Yeah. Here's another one for you. In February of 2016, Kanye began very vocally defending convicted rapist Bill Cosby. Oh, I remember this. Most yes. notably by tweeting out all caps, Bill Cosby innocent, followed by 10 exclamation points. <laughs> uh he, of course, followed this up in 2019 when he defended R. Kelly and compared him to Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, um, God. Because according to Ye, this was all just a part of cancel culture. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. No. Yeah. I mean, if, if R. Kelly was Leonardo da Vinci, the Mona Lisa would just be, like, all booty pics. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> I'm just like the Vitruvian man would be just like a giant dick would be one of the appendages uh, <laughs> for the amount of time that R. Kelly spent thinking and writing about sex, um, but also definitively not innocent. Um, yeah, no, not at all. Oof. Neither of them. Yeah. Ugh. In June of 2016, Kanye released the music video for his new single, Famous, uh, in the video, there are completely nude wax figures of people in 
interesting pairings uh, like Rihanna with Chris Brown, uh, Amber Rose with Kim Kardashian, uh, and of course Bill Cosby and Taylor Swift, uh, all of which share a bed together. Uh, and the song includes the line, quote, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? Because I made that bitch famous. End quote. Just, just Can we break a... this down for a second? Like, yeah. she's already winning an award. Yeah, she's <laughs> like... literally that. She's literally winning the MTV Music Award for Best Video over Beyonce. I think she's doing okay. Yeah, like we can debate the merit of that award, yeah. but regardless. She was nominated. So like, so she's already famous enough to be in that crowd. To think that you interrupting her speech for that award made her famous is insane. That is bonkers. But then also, so that line in the song becomes its own controversy, correct? Yeah, it was uh Kanye said he cleared it with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift said that was a lie. Kanye and Kim produced uh, video footage of them on a call with Taylor, who, to their credit, okay, so this is where it gets extremely complicated, because, like, if you take the video at face value, it seems like Taylor is agreeing and saying, like, yeah, say whatever you want, it's fine, like, it's all love. Um, but if you think about it from Taylor Swift's perspective, Kanye just found her number somehow <laughs> and is now calling her uh, and recording her without her knowledge. And I feel like she's just kind of like, yeah, dude, it's fine, I guess. Uh, like, yeah, what would please you do? hang up. Like, yeah. please stop calling me. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I see both sides. I used to be anti Taylor Swift, but then the more I read into it, the more I'm like, this actually, Kanye, you kind of suck ass. Oh, yeah. Like, here's the thing. I, I'm just not a huge fan of her music. I mean, there are other reasons to maybe not like her, I guess. But, like, there's reasons like that for almost everybody. Mm -hmm. This is not one of those things that I hold against her because I think it's just too weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too much stuff. It's also, uh, Too like, many variables. He he's not even mad at taylor swift he's mad at people like blackballing him or blacklisting him i guess after after this shit happened like he's mad at the media he's not even mad at taylor swift it doesn't make any sense to like harbor this grudge but he's fucking a weird angry man uh, in yeah. 2018, during an interview with TMZ, Kanye was quoted as saying, quote, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, 400 years, that sounds like a choice. You were there for 400 years. End quote. There's video of this. And I remember yeah. seeing the video because at first it just came out that he said it. I was like, that's crazy. Like, why would he ever say that? And then you see the video and you're like, no, he fucking said it like that. That's yeah. he he like said it and like walked out of the room like he was like point proved gone <laughs> yeah he he later oh. tried to walk it back and say that he was talking about mental imprisonment um but i it apparently that's the same interview where he made anti-semitic comments that they chose to not air so yes. I, I i feel like that's kind of a weird uh lie is i guess with the way that i'm gonna say it i don't think that's yeah. true i think he tries to walk back his messaging all the time now two things first this is just a highlight reel of the terrible choices kanye west has made um this is not everything this is just some choice offerings for your ass 
Second, you may notice that there is a lack of stories about how he decided to endorse Donald Trump and even chose to run run for president. Yeah. Um, all of that is coming next week in our final episode. For now, we're just focusing on the religious stuff. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. What does feuding with Taylor Swift have to do with religion? Well, in 2019, a lot of things were going poorly for Kanye West. And in his, in his own words, quote, I will say I have accepted Jesus as my savior and I will say that I fall short every day, end quote. Uh, Kanye attributes almost all of his bad choices to the fact that he hasn't been the best Christian. And in a way, he's sort of close to the truth because his issues with porn and sex addiction, his rampant drug use and his obsession with materialism, all of these things have contributed to the meltdowns that we've seen from him. Uh, except when Kanye says that these issues stem from him not being a good enough Christian, he means it literally, uh, quote, trying to serve multiple gods drove me crazy. The God of ego, the God of money, God of pride, God of fame. I didn't even know what it meant to be saved. Now I love Jesus Christ. I love Christianity End quote. Uh, and I thought this was like a bit, if that makes sense. Like I thought he was saying like, yeah, like the God of he's being very literal and that's, yeah. it's kind of troubling uh to to read this shit um well it comes from a specific scripture uh basically saying a man can't serve two masters it's like mm. either you are living in one way in in service of this religion and this belief system or you're not yeah. and you can't really do both you are neither hot nor cold you are lukewarm so i spit you out of my mouth which when we get into the people that Kanye will kind of align himself with in the next episode, I feel like those people are the textbook, like they are the poster children for that kind of hypocrisy of like, I'm not going to help the poor. I'm not going to contribute to my community being better. I'm going to actively hate people, but I'm going to proclaim that I'm a Christian and that's why. And it's like, no, that is two masters. It's, it's the master of, you know, American conservatism and then lip service to Christianity. So it's wild that that's where Kanye ends up. But I think a part of that is him misunderstanding kind of a little bit of what he's saying here. Yeah. Uh, and that's why in the fall of 2019, uh, Kanye officially became a born again Christian. Um, actually, sorry, the I believe that was 2018, either 2018 or 2019. He became a born again Christian, which is one of the most insane sentences I could possibly imagine uh, coming from the guy whose first album included a hit single called Jesus Walks. Uh, but it kind of makes more sense if you hear about how Kanye used to talk about the concept of Jesus and religion as a whole. Kanye has described himself as spiritual in a 2009 interview he explained that he believes in god but that he would quote never go into a religion uh kanye's mother donda was a devout christian his father is currently or at least most recently was a christian marriage counselor so christianity was clearly a huge part of his childhood but i don't think he'd consider himself a practicing christian as an adult um which this happens like a lot like a lot a lot like my dad does not go to church and I don't think has gone to any mass that wasn't like a funeral uh, since he was a child. Uh, that being said, he has the Virgin Mary, a cross and a crucifix tattooed on his body. 
So it's just kind of like part of your identity, but not part of your daily identity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, also, the song Jesus Walks, which most people, myself included, will point to when they talk about Kanye's love of Christ, isn't really that much about Jesus. Uh, the song is really about two things. Firstly, uh, it's about how Kanye is different from other rappers and how a positive message will struggle to find radio play in a time where most people talk about hip-hop, guns, sex, and drug dealing, and he's trying to talk about different stuff. So, And it's not even really that he's like, this is a song about Jesus and you won't play it. He's saying, like, if I made a song about Jesus, you wouldn't play it. It's a really weird... Uh, it's a it's a weird song, but correct me if I'm wrong. The lyrics to that song are "Jesus walks, God show me the way," because the devil's trying to keep me down. Like, which is a very yeah. Like, if you were listening to Christian music, that would not be out of place. Yeah. Um. And secondly, the parts about Jesus are really about how we as a human race need to set aside our differences and realize that we're all equals, because Jesus walks with everyone from the sinner to the saints. That is like, that's like what the message behind it is, uh, which sounds like a pretty okay message until you watch the music video <laughs> yeah. that he conceptualized. Uh, in the music video, Kanye uses religious iconography interwoven with scenes of a drug dealer being persecuted by the police and prisoners fighting with the guards who keep them down. Uh, and the idea is that we're really not so different and we are the same. Unfortunately, the video keeps going and includes scenes of a robed clansman struggling to keep his burning cross standing. And eventually it rains, the fire covers the cross and his robes, uh, and then it goes out because of the rain. And it's supposed to represent a baptism where God forgives the races for his hatred and all that stuff. The point is, is that uh, Kanye seems to have a long history of forgiving racists, and we will get into that more next week. Uh, but it's just kind of a weird, it's a weird song that when you realize that the, the message behind it, it's not necessarily about how great Jesus is. It's about how Jesus will love you no matter who you are. Yeah. Um, Regardless, Kanye converts to Christianity, becomes born again in 2019, uh, and this is also around the time that he starts dealing and struggling with his bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. uh, because he is refusing to take any medications so that he can create art that is on par with his earlier, earlier classics, which is a a harmful idea the idea of the 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 artist must suffer so that their art can be great i think you can take medication and still make good art um i think uh, i think the caliber of his art speaks to that (laughs) like his art does not get better without that medication (laughs) no it actively gets worse actually Uh, and I think these two events are a dangerous combo, becoming super religious and struggling with bipolar disorder. I think that's bad in a lot of people, but I think it's especially bad uh, for a man who has gone on record as saying, quote, I am a vessel. God has chosen me to be the voice and the connector. Um, yeah. For Kanye, being born again wasn't about stepping back and becoming a Christian. It was about stepping forward into the role of hip hop pastor. That's why in 2019, he started hosting events that were a mix of mass and live concert, and he called them Sunday services. 
the guest list was invite only and completely riddled with celebrities. Everyone who was anyone was there from David Letterman to Courtney Love to DMX. Uh, it was billed as non-denominational and uh, it was an experience aimed at appreciating black Christian music. But it also featured a required NDA signing and regular sermons by Kanye himself. Yikes. Anonymous sources who chose to break their NDAs privately described the event as half Hillsong and half Rajneeshipuram. Uh, a pretty winning combination yeah. of influences. Eventually, Kanye decided to open the event to the public and partnered with Coachella to present the first ever Easter Sunday service. Uh, unfortunately, he ran into a problem that his Sunday service always seems to have, which is venue issues. Uh, the first ever Sunday service was held at a uh, Wyoming ranch, that w and it was apparently so disruptive that the owner of the ranch has permanently banned any rapper from renting her property in the future. Dang. So, yeah, I imagine imagine trying to get a ranch in Wyoming, and they're like, uh, do you have credit? Are you willing to put down a deposit? Do you have a SoundCloud? <laughs> One Sunday service was held somewhere in the Hidden Hills and was shut down by police after numerous noise complaints. Uh, another was hosted at Adidas's North American headquarters, and reportedly the company's non-Christian employees were made uncomfortable. And I wonder what Kanye could say behind an NDA that could possibly have that effect. Gee, I wonder. Uh, yeah. So, while planning his Easter Sunday event for Coachella 2019, Kanye demanded that they needed to build him a giant dome in the center of the festival that could fit hundreds of people and came with uh, built-in air conditioning. And, obviously, Coachella responded that that would not be possible. Well, yeah, of course. And that the location Kanye had picked out meant that the festival would need to remove a large section of portable restrooms... Uh, to which Kanye replied, quote, I'm an artist with a creative vision who shouldn't be spending his time talking about porta-potties, end quote. And then dropped out of the festival. I mean, this is the Woodstock 99 problem. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Which is why Coachella, I'm sure, was so adamant about the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, they didn't want to lose a name as big as Kanye, so they came up with a solution that appealed to everyone. They got him a fucking mountain. Uh, oh, not a bit. Not a bit. They booked him a mountain, uh, and the event went on forward. Kanye did it. It was similar to other Sunday services. There were choir renditions of famous gospel music. There was uh, some of Kanye's greatest hits. Kanye gave sermons that were a mix of misquoted Bible passages and weird rants. Uh, but the bizarre aspects of the performance were mostly overshadowed by the fact that the merch for the event was fucking insane. Oh, yes. Uh, I tried to get pieces yeah. of it because it was so nuts. Yeah. Non-celebrity attendees could cop a sweater for $225. Uh, or you could get a pair of plain socks with the words church socks printed on them for $50 plus tax. Yep. 
in fact, this seems to happen a lot. During another open to the public Sunday service, attendees overlooked Kanye's rants about loving Trump and hating the media and focused instead on the $55 breakfast they paid for, which page I remember I'm this. I remember you... seeing this video. Okay, I've seen this photo, but please show me again. Let's re- let's relive this together. Oh, whoops, 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 whoops. I sent you a quote. Oh, that's all right. There we go. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this $55 breakfast. Oh, oh, not even syrup for the pancakes. Oh. It is a it is a <laughs> it is a styrofoam plate with the grossest looking sausage patty I've ever seen. The yep. saddest excuses for two strips of the saddest excuse for bacon in the world. Yep. And then three dry ass pancakes. Oh, yeah. That cost $55 in addition to going to the event. I mean this with all honesty. You could have stopped at McDonald's on the way over and gotten a yeah. better breakfast. Absolutely. Uh, and we are reaching the end here. I realize that we're almost, we're basically at an hour. Uh, but, uh, before we go, I want to talk about perhaps the most disturbing thing to come out of the Christian era of Kanye. Um, because so far Kanye's beliefs mostly have just affected himself. And those Sunday service events were attended by fully grown adults that were willing to pay $55 for a terrible, uh, like from the trash Denny's breakfast is yes. what I will describe it as. I mean, that's uh, an insult to Denny's. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's from the trash two days ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but the same cannot be said about the uh, Christian private school for kids pre-K to 12th grade. I'm talking about Donda Academy. Ooh, this is the part that my mom was really curious about because my mom is a teacher. And so she was like, the children. Okay, well, get ready for her to be super upset. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. It, this Every sentence in this is going to make her wildly upset. Let's just get into it. Right. Uh, in September of this year, Kanye bought the now defunct Simi Valley Stone Ridge Preparatory School and converted it into Donda Academy, uh, an unaccredited private school that teaches a curriculum based around, and this is not a bit, based around math, choir, Christianity, Japanese, what? and parkour. <laughs> the parkour is my favorite. <laughs> Do you want to be biblical Japanese-speaking Spider-Man? Come to the Donda Academy. <laughs> I, i'm a god samurai and i got my diploma arigato mr stark like that that's what this is hey what are you doing you're sitting on your ass you're not doing a single parkour trick come on down to donda academy we offer degree programs in the following areas medical coding and billing japanese parkour <laughs> christianity Christianity 2, the electric boogaloo, and also <laughs> math. <laughs> oh, they they have, by the way, uh, representatives from the school have come out to say that they, they are actual uh, classes that are worthwhile and, uh, um, uh, what do you call those, electives such as uh, world languages and fashion were the okay. two examples that they gave i think uh, fashion's a cool elective to be honest with you especially if it's like 
fashion merchandising and also like garment construction i'm yeah. all i'm all for that shit i would love to go to fashion class i just have to <laughs> i have to take a shower after parkour class yeah 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 uh, and I know what you're thinking. Well, yeah, the school sounds fucking wild because Kanye came up with the idea. But surely they have competent people who are actually running the school to make sure that it is all legit. And you would be correct because the school is led by principal and executive director Brianne Campbell, a 28-year-old actor and choir director whose only experience with education is that she enrolled into an education program at Pepperdine Earlier this year, she is expected to complete the course next August or the year after. Wow. I'm guessing that's the her master's if it's only going to take two years. Yeah. And, and Pepperdine does have like a, a notably good teaching program because I have a, mm-hmm. a handful of my friends that are teachers went to Pepperdine. Uh, but holy shit. Like... That's cart before the horse, I think, a little bit on that one. Absolutely. No prior experience in education and no other schooling to indicate anything in education. Uh, She was the choir director for his Sunday service. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, By the way, tuition, $15,000 a year. So not like the most expensive private school in California. No, that's actually not bad for a private school in Southern California. Yeah. Especially in that area. Definitely $15,000 overpriced for a school whose principal and creative director uh, was is most known for being <laughs> being in a short film called uh, Justice Women. Oh, no. Uh, now, we know very little about what it's like inside the Donda Academy. But based on what I was able to find out, there are two things that I know for certain. Uh, one, just like every Christian school I've ever heard of, there is a dress code. Absolutely. Uh, however, there are no button-ups, no dresses or blazers. Students are expected to show up every day in a black baggy t-shirt and sweatpants. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I saw a picture of it. It looks fucking insane. And then I kept researching it. They're Balenciaga. It's a baggy Balenciaga t-shirt and sweatpants that Kanye designed himself. That they, of course, have to buy. That they, of course, have to buy, yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Secondly, the school is run around what Kanye calls, quote, Donda Rules. Uh, And if you go to the Donda Academy's website, you'll find these rules scattered around, like on the page uh, Who We Are. You can find Donda Rule number 58, which is writing should be regarded as an activity that necessitates critical thinking, an aspect that is fundamental to all good writing. Uh, On the How We Learn page, you can find Donda Rule number 51. Students must be confident in forming ideas. If not, their writing will suffer. Um, although it is unclear how many Donda rules there are and where they came from, because the name Donda rules implies to me that they were written by Donda West, who is an, uh, accomplished English professor who loved education. Uh, yeah, but the way this writing one is number 58. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the way that they're written, it feels a lot like Kanye is writing these rules. Yeah. They sound uh, a little more Kanye than Donda for sure. Yeah. Especially when you think about how at least five of those Donda rules have to be about parkour. I mean, statistically <laughs> speaking, there has to be at least five rules where Donda rule number 69, don't fucking do that sick of a flip, dude. You'll never come back. <laughs> the freedom of free running is dependent on the spirit of the. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 
Oh, geez. Uh, now, the reason that we don't have uh, or know about that many rules, uh, or really much else for that matter, is because parents of students are required to sign NDAs that forbid surprise, them. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of NDAs as the letters of the day. Uh, these NDAs forbid them from discussing any details about Donda Academy, including its location and its curriculum. Uh, now, there are two reasons why this entire academy is the most ironic shit ever. First off, Kanye hated school. He's been very vocal about being anti-college, anti-establishment, and anti-books. By the way, when I say anti-book, I am being very literal. Uh, quote, when you said I hadn't read this book, I actually haven't read any books. Reading books is like Brussels sprouts for me. I am a proud non-reader of books. Sometimes people write novels and they just be so self-absorbed. I'm not a fan of books. I would never want a books autograph. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, the idea that he's like, authors are so self-absorbed, hysterical. So yeah. funny. Uh, like, here's the thing. He's not wrong, but also pot, meat, kettle. Um, secondly, <laughs> yeah. I understand... Like, here's the thing. I, I feel like it's one thing if you're like, I have a learning disability and that's why I don't really read that much. I prefer audiobooks or something like that instead. That's completely different to me because to me, that's like you're still interested in learning. You just learn in a different way and you've picked the one that suits you. We cool. But for him to just be like, fuck books is nuts. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy to me. I would, my favorite line will always be, I would never want a books, books autograph. autograph. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of want, I kind of want Moby Dick's autograph. I mean, I mean, here, here's the thing. I feel like Todd on Horror Virgin or Remixing the Pod, for example, is, is, and he talks about this openly. I'm not like, you know, this isn't a great secret. Um, his very severe dyslexia. And so what? for him. Yeah, so for him, no, reading, I know, I know, yeah, 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 you know, uh, reading's really tough, but he still has favorite books, like yeah. because he listened to them or whatever, because it's a valuable piece of art in the world and it's a cultural touchstone. So, like, he's a big fan of Dune because he listened to the audiobooks, but like, Dune is a series of books, like, that's a thing he can talk about with other book people. The idea that you were like, no books. Except for the Bible, but also no other. But would he take a book autograph from Jesus? I don't think so. I also am pretty sure he's never read the Bible. Of course not. No. I mean, hey, a lot of people haven't. No. I would. Yeah, obviously. I'm a weird outlier in that way. <laughs> I think it's weird to start a Christian academy and have not read the Bible, but maybe that's just oh, me. Uh, my dude, I unfortunately have to introduce you to one of the most common christian traditions that is people claiming to be christians and never reading the bible might i introduce you to most of our politicians it's a thing it is a thing uh it's also a thing that like some protestant denominations like to throw shade at catholics for where they're like well we actually read the bible and it's like yo there are also catholics that read the bible like calm down <laughs> but like christians not reading the bible is a thing and and I think it's a bad thing. I don't think you should be like, I'm this without doing the research. Yeah. Uh, that's just me. Um, but there's a lot of people who don't read the Bible and then claim that they are a thing. Yeah. Oh, 
also secondly and more importantly to why this entire thing is ironic by the way uh kanye's kids do not attend the donda academy that was going to be one of my questions yes uh yeah. that doesn't surprise me at all yeah it's not a good idea and the people closest to kanye know that it's not a good idea um fortunately the school was abruptly shut down on october 27th after kanye began making uh, a series of anti-semitic comments unfortunately it was reopened three hours later oh geez uh but that is where we will pick up next time in uh, the finale of our series where we will cover the radicalization of kanye west i assume we're going to talk about donda and her passing next week as well uh yeah i mean that's already happened at this point i we we can talk about it because i mean it's definitely part of what sort of like sent him down his rabbit hole of weird uh ideas i think it's hard to talk about kanye shortly and succinctly because a he does so many things and b he does so many bad things right 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 uh so it's like it's it's hard to like wrap everything up in a nice little bow um Mm. and also again i wanted to spend an episode talking about my beautiful dark twist of fantasy and instead i had to be like here read about this school that no one should be going to (laughs) unless you want to be japanese (laughs) (laughs) spider-man which i do man oh but that has been uh that has been episode three thank you everyone for listening uh we will be back uh after christmas after christmas yeah yeah. just i think by the time i'm able to actually record again yeah yeah Paige will be leaving the country uh and i will be leaving los angeles to go to minneapolis which is basically leaving the country yeah don't you know Uh, don't you know nachos (laughs) Oh, I can't wait back. T- I can't wait to go back to Senor Smoke and get myself a taco. Get yourself a taco. A Minnesota salad. That is not really a salad. No, it is Thank not. you, Midwestern Mom on TikTok. <laughs> I can't wait to eat a Juicy Lucy and yes. fucking... Uh, Cheese curds. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Cheese curds all fucking day. And then like a million pounds of shepherd's pie um there's a really really great british pub there's a lot of british pubs now that i think about it in minneapolis uh that serve pretty authentic british food which is for the most part uh fucking terrible yeah i was gonna say it was like gray (laughs) yeah it's pretty fucking gross dude but some of it is really good some british food slaps yeah they got like five things right and the rest of it is fucking gnarly dude (laughs) you should not be eating like that dude why your fucking food look like an alien body anyway uh (laughs) (sighs) now i see why their teeth all fucked up don't want to touch the food I mean, not anymore now that they got that, like, you know, state dental and shit. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we will we will be taking a break and we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Christmas vacation uh, or holiday vacation or any vacation that you want. Hey, just go take a vacation. Honestly, just fucking leave. Just dip out. Don't even tell anyone. Just leave right now. Don't turn off the podcast. Keep listening to it. Don't even pack a bag. Grab a shirt. Grab a shirt and a jacket and a pair of underwear and just run. I don't care who tries to stop you. Who else is there? Your lover? 
Your, your spouse, your children, push them all aside. Run. Keep going. You got this. You're almost out of there. Put your hands behind your back and run like Naruto. <laughs> It'll make you go faster. Yes. It's proven by science. Uh, yeah, but, but we'll be back. And you should too <laughs> after Christmas. Uh, <clears throat> no. Yes. Yeah, I ate, I ate an edible like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I was trying to I was betting I was betting that I could get done with the episode before it kicked in and I think I fucked up. Too bad. Uh yeah, I I will be out of the country. I will be in in Europe uh with my family. Uh I will probably post some stuff on social media but not much. Uh no, I won't be doing shows over there. Sorry. Sorry. Uh so yes, after Christmas, and if you can't take a vacation, you should astral project to the desert. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, we'll be in front of a fucking mountain. Yep, yeah, with three pancakes and two <laughs> sad strips of bacon and one sausage patty that looks like it's made from dead bodies. Yeah. And a pair of astral socks that cost $400. Let's say astral socks. Astral socks. Oh, my God. I went to the Black Magic Astral Projection Desert Meetup, and all I got were these stupid socks. And it's a t-shirt. And it's, it's a, a t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> and it's got a picture of socks on it. But just, it's just an actual, you know, this, like <laughs> real cheap where you could get like iron on T-shirt things. It's just a picture of us each holding up a sock. I don't even remember the context for this bit. It's like some guy hopped into our Facebook group, right? And was like, we should ask. Yes, project- like three like- years ago. Yeah. Where he was like, I'm really into Tulpamancy and black magic. And everyone was like, this is not the group for you, my dude. Like, this is, I, I think you're in the wrong place. Go with god uh, or whatever like peace be with you on your way to your mystery journey <laughs> your and, final and then spiritual every- destination yes and and everyone then decided we were like but we what if we all just astral projected into the desert though that yeah. is right okay yeah i knew that that's okay here's what's fucked up i knew that it stemmed from a real thing which yes is what was fucking me up oh christ Anyway, if you want to find me on social media, you can. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, all that. At Mondo Does Stuff. That's M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff. All one word. Um, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm be taking it pretty light. I got a lot of work I got to do, and then I just want to spend time with my mom, and my junk food from the Midwest. And so I'll be taking it pretty easy. Although last time I said that I forced myself to do like three stand-up shows, so we'll we'll see. Just uh, check it, check in on me, and I'll check in on you, and we'll be good together. We love each other, and it's okay. We're gonna run away together, me, you, and I. You, you hear me? And I'm just talking. Keep running. Sp- just, keep just keep running. Just keep going. Just keep going. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I love you. Good night. Goodbye. Good luck. I'll see you in Minnesota. Mwah. Hey everybody. Uh. If you want to hear my voice, we did pre-record a, a bunch of Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod. Not all of it, though. So there will be some guests in there while I'm away. Uh, but if you want to hear my voice more, you could listen to those two shows. You could follow me on social media at Paige Wesley on Twitter, if it's still around, uh, and at Rampage Wesley on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, right now, I'm just posting pictures of Pyrex. So deal with it. <laughs> anyway.
<laughs> Love you so much. Bye. And your hair looks amazing. My hair looks great. <laughs> uh, Christ. I, uh, I wish you all a very happy Christmas. Uh, I just attended my first Christmas party. Uh, it was awesome. It was very fun. I guess I've attended one before, but this was like the first one where like they were like, you should bring something. Uh, oh, I, okay. Here's like here's, a grown up. Yeah, that's the was thing. Was it at Lindsay's house? It was at Lindsay's <laughs> house. <laughs> that's right, Lindsay. That's correct. Make him bring stuff. He's a grown up now. Yeah, I've gone through the three the three different types of Christmas party where uh, the first one was as a child where you get brought to a family Christmas party. Uh, the second one was as, a, I would say, an early stage adult where you don't bring anything. It, you just show up and get plastered. And there's not even any food. There's like, if you're lucky, there's a bag of cheddar ruffles and that's it. Wait, and is then, this the one where you woke up in the treehouse? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> I get invited to that one every year. <laughs> that's certainly one of them. Uh, and that's a party. And now I've gotten to the point where I have to bring something and it's not alcohol. It has to be yeah, some food. sort of substance or food. Yeah. Um, and so I brought tamales cause I didn't know what else to bring. Nice. And, uh, I've never been to, uh, I've never been to a grown up white people Christmas party. And so I brought tamales and it was great. And I had to text somebody's grandmother and pick them up, show up and pick them up in a food for less parking lot. Uh, And I wish that for you. Go to your nearest food for less or or whatever or Walmart. Yeah, I buy my tamales in the Walmart parking lot and just fucking just fucking just fucking enjoy the holidays, dude. Go see Violet Knight. Get out of here. We're done. That's the end of the episode. We're good. Bye. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry. You took an edible. Up. I didn't. I'm just tired. Uh, if <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at Colt Podcast. Or on Twitter, if it still exists, at Colt Podcast Show. <laughs> you, can, you can email us at ColtPodcastShow at gmail.com. Or if you have like home video of you doing parkour and speaking Japanese at the same time, <laughs> you could send that to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, like, like the, shining. the Shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. And I think for this, I'm going to say don't drink anything at the Sunday service. <laughs> it's probably watered down <laughs> church punch. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. Bye. Yeah.